0: All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour. Your call's coming up, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program, final half hour of the program today. we got a great Hannity at 9 tonight. It is day 33. Uh, Americans held hostage, abandoned behind enemy lines by Joe Biden. And uh, they don't seem to want to ever talk about it, ever. If you noticed when, remember, we played this over and over again. Joe Biden said it. Nancy Pelosi said it. Anthony Fauci said it. Jen Psaki said it. They'd never do it. They didn't have the ability to do it. It wasn't the role of the federal government to do it. And then we go back to the day that Joe Biden unveils his mandates as it relates to vaccinations. Let's take you back.
1: No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it be mandatory. Perhaps
0: the federal government should step in and issue mandates. And if not, are you putting the needs of vaccinated people ahead of the needs
1: of vaccinated
2: people? I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. Um, That is the role that institutions, private sector entities uh, and others may take. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what
1: we can do. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces
0: are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. There you hear it, Biden, Saki, Pelosi. I don't think we'll ever see anything mandatory with vaccinations, flip-flop Fauci. Now they unveil it. Uh, The first thing I said the day that Joe announced this was, buckle up. There's going to be a lot of lawsuits, and I don't think this is going to hold legally and constitutionally. Uh, Our friend out in Arizona, Attorney General Mark Burnovich, now running for the Senate. I think he would be a great senator. I think he'll beat Mark Kelly. Uh, He now is the first attorney general to uh, outline his lawsuit. Uh, against the Biden administration for these mandates, and uh, anyway, the attorney general's office called the the countrywide mandate unconstitutional. First lawsuit filed against the Biden administration, and the federal government. He says cannot force people to get the COVID nineteen vaccine. Uh, and uh, sir, welcome back to the program. It's great to have you.
1: Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much for having me on today.
0: It's important to note too that you've been successful already and suing the biden administration let's just go over your history because you're a lawyer's lawyer you're a law guy and uh your arguments are pretty powerful
1: well Thank you very much. And you know, Sean, we've talked about this before. I successfully argued Brnovich v. DNC, which obviously allowed states to enact common sense election integrity measures. Just yesterday, we led an amicus in a coalition that held, even Obama judges said that the Biden administration has to follow the law when it comes to deportation on immigrations. And so, you know, sometimes these cases are difficult. They take time. The left is so organized and they attack you. But I thought, and I do believe, and you know this, I believe it so sincerely, My heart of hearts, that what the Biden administration is doing now with these vaccine mandates is the most dangerous attempt at concentrating power in one person um, that we've ever seen in the history of the United States. So we have sued the Biden administration and him saying that these vaccine policies, these mandates, are unconstitutional, that he has no authority under the U.S. Constitution, and that basically what he is doing is shredding the 10th Amendment, which preserves power to the states over these issues. And what he's doing also is inconsistent with prior case law, and that if we don't stop this now, we are going to continue to see this radical shift of power from the states, from the people to Washington, D.C., and whether it's nationalizing elections, whether it's tax and spend policies. And now, Sean, it's over this fundamental issue of bodily autonomy, personal liberty, that any government, the federal government is going to come in and tell you that you have to inject something into you. I mean, that is completely crazy. And contrary to not only the powers the president and he has none of this power in the Constitution, but it's completely inconsistent with our rights and liberties as citizens of the United States.
0: Let me ask about these past comments that I played of Biden, Asaki, Pelosi, Walensky, Fauci, all saying they wouldn't do it. Does that factor in at all um, to the lawsuit? Is that relevant in any way?
1: It might be, but I will tell you what, if you go and read our lawsuit, one of the things that we do point out, and I think this does demonstrate the hypocrisy and the hubris of the Biden administration, is, you know, the chief of staff essentially retweeted something that said that what they're doing is a the ultimate workaround, so to speak. So we – the fact that people in the administration – doubted that they have the ability to do this. And then on top of that, they literally are basically acknowledging that what they're doing is the ultimate work around the law. I think that will be useful in future lawsuits. This we is why, but that-
0: let me let me explain this workaround, because what they're saying is they're using OSHA and the Labor Department yeah. to enforce the mandates and saying that, that OSHA has emergency authority. But this very specific language, legal language as I understand it, my reading and understanding of it, is that that's very specific language would not apply to a pandemic, would it?
1: absolutely and even folks on the left when they rely on these like I I was at the barbershop this weekend you know someone's like oh there's a supreme court case you know 100 years ago I don't want to get in a constitutional argument at the barbershop everyone's trying to watch sports you know the college football but that case Jacobson dealt with whether a state could do something and traditionally public health safety welfare were left to the states not the federal government and furthermore it was literally a five dollar fine one time fine it was something that was very de minimis versus what the Biden administration is doing now they are using the heavy hand of the federal government to literally threaten people's livelihoods threaten people's businesses basically shut down contractors that you know could have millions of dollars in, in government contracts health care providers nursing homes this is a massive power grab make no mistake about it and when it comes to osha i guarantee you the comments they've made will help because it shows that what the biden administration is doing is arbitrary and it's not really about the law but at the end of the day this is one of these fundamental problems or one of these issues we need to address as a country, why does the federal government have this much power in the first place? Why have we ceded so much authority when it comes to education to the Federal Department of Education? Why are we ceding so much authority to agencies, these alphabet soup agencies like OSHA? I mean, is OSHA even constitutional in some of the things they're doing? But even if, even if they could promulgate these rules, the fact that Congress never gave them explicit authority in this context, I think that makes it all constitution suspect
0: sean one size fits all medicine doesn't make any sense either there is there's no exemptions for people with rare medical conditions for example uh i i quoted yesterday extensively on this program uh an article that came out in the epic times about dr robert malone now he happens to be the guy that the doctor the medical doctor that discovered The technology that led to the MRNA vaccines, that would be Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson is more of a traditional vaccine, and he is saying that natural immunity, uh, based on every indication that he can see, and he cited a specific study out of Israel, uh, is much, much stronger, longer lasting, and better than even the technology that he himself discovered. And we have, for example, Pfizer and Moderna now admitting that the efficacy uh, of the the vaccines that they put together uh, diminishes uh, greatly over time. And hence, I guess that's one of the reasons we're also seeing all these breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated people coming down with positive covid tests.
1: Sean, I know you are with me on this and we have said this is about individuals and their autonomy and their ability to make their own health care choices. And that's simply what it's about. It's about the fact that no government, especially the federal government, can require you to inject something in your body. And we saw this even in the context of the Obamacare lawsuit. You know, I've been attacked by a lot of folks because I was part of you know that lawsuit, but I, bo- I believe very strongly that it's up to individuals. They should be responsible for their own health care choices, and it shouldn't be nationalized. But even during that case... The the Supreme Court recognized that the federal government can't require you under the Commerce Clause to buy insurance. So, if they cannot require you to buy insurance, how can they require you to affirmatively inject something in your body? And so, I feel very strongly that we're right on the right side of history and the Constitution on this. And these choices, these decisions, should be left up to the people. And I do think that part of the reason why, and you know, I'm a, I'm a public school kid. I'm, you know, I live in my same neighborhood, middle class neighborhood I grew up in. And you talk to your friends, your family, and you know. People are confused because one day they're told, oh, it didn't come from China, and then we find out it did. Then one day you're told, wear a mask and not wear a mask. You're told the vaccine's 90% effective, then it's 40% effective, and so there's been... Kamala Harris, the flipping vice president of the United States said she wouldn't get the vaccine if Trump told her to. So there's been so much mis and dis- disinformation out of the Biden administration. People are genuinely confused. And when people are confused, they're uncertain. The last thing they need is uncle Joe and whoever's whispering in his earpiece, telling him that they got to inject something in their body. That's why people are nervous, why they're so concerned about this. And I'm concerned about it, not only for those reasons, Sean, but I, my goodness, the love of the Constitution and this notion that we've got to push back against federal overreach, because if we give the president this authority, that's something that King George didn't even dream of. um, We will never get it back. And this is a classic example of this erosion of liberty that we really need to stand up and fight for now, regardless, regardless of what you think about the vaccine and everything else. It's important that we need to do everything we can, all hands on deck, fighting the Biden administration.
0: All right, quick break. We'll come back, and we'll continue more with Attorney General Mark Burnovich on the other side. Your calls after that, 800-941-SHAWN, our toll-free number. You want to be a part of the program. Exposing, uncovering, unpacking the lies of the left every day. This is The Sean Hannity Show. As we continue with the Attorney General and now Senate candidate from the great state of Arizona, uh, Mark Vernovich is with us. Let me change topics on you and ask you about General Milley and if these allegations by Woodward and Costa are true, and that somehow he conspired uh, with Nancy Pelosi and I guess other generals and members of the Joint Chiefs and had them pledge make loyalty oaths to them that that he would insert himself in the chain of command. And assert the constitutional authority of the President of the United States as the sole commander in chief, and and prohibit that president from launching nuclear weapons, and then uh, simultaneously telling his counterpart in China that, you know, if we're going to attack you, I'll give you a heads up, I'll warn you. Um, if those things turn out to be true, uh, what would that? How would you describe those things?
1: In a word if they are true, it is treasonous. And it hurts me to say those words, Sean, because, you know, I was someone that you know wore a country's uniform. I was a judge advocate general. And the thought that anyone, anyone in our military at any level, but especially the highest levels of the military, uh, consorting or having these kind of communications undermining the commander-in-chief is absolutely despicable and I think it's treasonous. And this is one thing I learned when I was in the military. You may not like the person, but you always respect the rank. And our constitution clearly provides that the president is the commander in chief and that what if, if it's true if those allegations are true um, it worries me and my, my first reaction when I heard about that is you know there's an old movie seven days in May which I haven't seen in years but it's all about how the generals you know like try to take over the country and it was supposedly based on their you know Kennedy and stuff and I thought to myself the left used to be so paranoid about how powerful the military was and the generals having control but when it comes to anything, anything that deals with anti- President Trump, it's okay. If it, the ends justifies the means. And once again, it's not only intellectually dishonest, it's dangerous. And so I would urge anyone, independents, liberals, all these people on the left, they need to understand that once you see that kind of authority or you allow generals to unilaterally decide which commanders and chiefs or which orders are going to follow or not, that is the road to tyranny. That is the road to, you know, what happened in ancient Rome and Greece. All the very things the founding fathers, the framers of our Constitution understood. When they created this brilliant document, the Declaration of Independence, and then this Constitution, it was all based on all this history, understanding what dictators and tyrants and kings did in the past, and that's why they wanted the power to the people, they understood our rights came from God, and that there were these checks and balances, which included not only the executive, legislative, and judiciary, but the states. And the fact that anyone, especially anyone in our military, would do something like that, I think is dangerous on so many levels.
0: Well, looking forward to the Senate race, you against Mark Kelly. I know a lot of people communicate with you. How can they, how can they get in touch with you? Uh Attorney General, Senate candidate Mark Bernovich. Uh Sean, you are the godfather of the website, Mark B. for eight, a- All right, twenty-five to the top of the hour, 941 Sean is our number. Uh Linda and Ethan and I, we just haven't had time to get to it yet. We've been following the case of this missing Young woman, uh, her name is Gabby Petito from Long Island. Her boyfriend is a person of interest in her disappearance, and according to a new police report that revealed this tension between the two that had been building, and they had this months-long cross-country trip that they were on, and and the boyfriend's name is Brian Laundrie, 23. And, he's, and the oddest thing, he, why is he stonewalling investigators? You know, he's probably the last person to have seen her, the last known person that we have information that was around her, according to Northport, Long Island police spokesperson Josh Taylor at a press conference. And then so now he's a person of interest. And he says, how do you define a person of interest? He said, that's up to you. But we're interested in talking to him if she's out there. We're doing everything in our power to bring this young woman, 22 years old, home. Her parents rightly are devastated. And anyway, they were in the middle of this cross-country road trip out west in what was, I guess, a converted Ford Transit van when the family last heard from her, which was late August. And about a month before she was reported missing by her mother, the young couple apparently got into a spat. Cops were called. This happened in Utah. And they said at the time that it had turned physical, but they didn't have evidence to arrest him at the time. And this piece in the New York Post goes on to explain the tensions between the two exploded on August 12th when Petito began slapping laundry outside the Moonflower Community Cooperative uh, during a fight over the uh, phone, according to a police report. Petito later admitted to res- responding officers that she was struggling with her mental health. I approached the vehicle and saw... The only occupants being Gabrielle and and Brian said the police officers involved in this. And she was in the passenger seat crying uncontrollably. At no point in my investigation did she stop crying, breathing heavily. She was breathing heavily or was she able to compose a sentence without needing to wipe away tears and wipe away her nose and rub her knees with her hands. And, you know, apparently she scratched. The guy laundry while trying to slap him, prompting him to lock himself in a van to create distance between them, according to the police report. Anyway, cops then determined that the most appropriate course of action would be to separate the parties for the night so that they would reset their mental states without interference from one another. And both of them you know, reported that they're in love and they're engaged to be married and didn't want didn't wish to see anyone charged with a crime. There was no significant injuries. Uh, etc cetera, etc cetera. and the two spent the night apart and also the, the boyfriend telling police that both suffered from an undisclosed mental health disorder and had not been taking their medications all right so police are now reviewing surveillance footage of the trip that they documented on instagram and anyway five days later they were again they were in utah and they went to a national park in Wyoming. And then Petito's mother said she received a text from her daughter's phone, uh, the last she'd ever gotten, and it read, No service in Yosemite. Uh, I do not believe the text on August 30th was from my daughter, she said. The van was in Florida on the 1st of September, and I think I can do the math. And anyway, she they've been repeatedly pleading with his boyfriend to tell them what happened, including in a new statement released just yesterday, calling him reprehensible for refusing to cooperate with the investigation and saying that he left their daughter in the wilderness with grizzly bears and wolves while he sits in the comfort of his home. And why would he do this to this girl that he selfishly remains silent on top of it? And the police, you know, the the lead agency in the investigation, and it includes the FBI, said it's combing through hundreds of tips that have poured in in my experience, intimate partners are often the first law enforcement focuses their attention on in cases like this. I, what I'm having a hard time with understanding, Linda, is why this guy wouldn't bend over backwards. And I don't care whether they had a fight or not. She's 22 yeah, the years whole, old and she's missing.
2: I, I mean, as a parent, as any parent is listening, you know, friend, sister, whatever, you hear a story like this and it's your worst nightmare. You know, it's like she's on this trip. She's engaged. She's young. She's young. And when you're young, things are – they're very intense when you're young because you don't have the perspective of even when you're in your 30s, when you're 20s. And so I, I think it's – they probably had this intense fight, you know. I don't know anything about this person. And I thought it was interesting because the father, when he gave the statement, was like, I don't really care about Brian right now. He's like, I just want to find out where my daughter is. That's all I care about. And I thought, you know, that's the same – that's what any parent would say, Right. Because he just wants to find his daughter. And he's like, he doesn't have to talk right now. He's not under arrest. He's exercising his constitutional rights. Let him keep his peace until he's not allowed to. Right now, all I care about is getting my daughter back. I think it's very sad that this young man is not helping them. And has chosen to have self-preservation over finding somebody that he was about to spend well, the rest of his life with.
0: I read in one article that he said well, he's taking the advice of his counsel.
2: Well, that's the weird thing. So he's holed up in his parents' house in Florida. He's already hired an attorney. And I'm not, you know, our our justice system is such a hot mess where you have to prove you're innocent. You know, the whole thing about, you know, innocent until proven guilty. It's the reverse in this country. You're guilty till you prove yourself innocent. But even still, if if you were innocent, you would be out with the family, searching, trying to understand, explaining your last moments with her. What happened? None of that is occurring here. So that just looks terrible for him.
0: And this, this young girl's dad is questioning the fiancé's silence. He said, you know, no red flags, that he saw no red flags before the trip. I've got questions, but the only one that matters is, where did you leave Gabby? When did you last see her? Where did you last see her? Well, why think would, about why it. Why wouldn't he answer that question? Well, those You're are a cr- simple questions. 100%. You, in my mind, yeah, I agree with the Northport police officer. Yeah, that makes you a person of interest, because... I don't care if I hated the person's guts. They had a fight, whatever. She's missing. She's remember, 22 years old. They're both very
2: young, but putting that aside, he drove from where they were in the middle of the country in the vehicle that they were in together, alone, all the way back to Florida, to his parents, got an attorney, and hasn't said a word since. So I'm like, okay, okay. So, you didn't think to tell anybody that you were driving this vehicle home alone without her in it? And you, I mean, her mother made it very clear. You know, she's like, she's in the middle of you. Why, why didn't he
0: pick up the phone and call the mom and right. dad and say, We just had a big fight. She was going to attack me, uh, you know, if, if he wanted to say whatever he wanted to say, you know, based on the Utah, whatever uh, incident. I left right. her here. You need to go get her. Why you, you, 100%. You or call local, if, call 911. Call Call 911. There is a woman alone that we were together. We had a fight and she's there alone. She needs help.
2: Why wouldn't 100% you? 100%. Exactly right. There's a lot of things that should have happened that haven't happened. And unfortunately, almost all of them raise a red flag and not in his favor. And unfortunately, I think it's very sad when someone goes missing for this many days. You do, you start to think, what happens? And her mom even said, like, there's wolves there. There are bears there. She's a tiny 22 year old. You know, she weighs like 100 pounds. Like she's not going to be able to fend that stuff off.
0: I'm sorry. I don't care. You don't abandon somebody in a park or anywhere, and you, you know. And when somebody's missing, you help. You you offer. You don't. You don't. Go you do the right your thing, attorney. Yeah, you do the right thing. That's exactly. It's right. hard to do the right thing, but you got to do it. You, get, you get, Why is this even a question? This is like one on one.
2: Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't envy the, her parents, and I don't envy her friends and family. Well, with and every day that goes sad. by,
0: and I don't want to say what I'm thinking, but everybody knows what I'm thinking. Of course, we're all it thinking gets, the, the same. Odds, thing. The odds decrease every day that goes by, and th- this guy's just sitting there, you know, lawyered up, you know, hold down in his place in in Florida. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, that's that's. Uh, I just uh, there's. I have no words for this. You know, there's something called basic fundamental human decency. Okay, some couples aren't meant to be together. They don't get along. Okay, I understand that. I can get that. Okay, but even so, you know what? Let me get you to a bus station. You can go home. Let me get you to a train station. You can go home. Let me get you to a, 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 a you know, an airport. You can go home. Then they can call Listen, mom and dad I- and make sure that they're involved and and at least you know you've you've protected somebody's safety.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean Everyone has had those arguments in their life with a loved one. You've had moments in your life no, where you've talked to somebody. You
0: because you try and tell me what to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but in all seriousness, when I'm telling you what to do, I'm usually thinking of your best interest. So, okay. but putting that aside. Think but when you're about that. Yeah, yeah. When you're I arguing with somebody. Are you, are really? Are you what?
0: Go ahead. I'm just teasing. Go
2: ahead. Yeah. So, But in all seriousness, when you're having an argument with somebody, and, and this is a person that you love or you're married to or you're in a relationship with or whatever it is, and you're hot and heavy and you're ticked off about whatever, it's easy to lose your cool and talk to this person that you say you love so much like they're a complete stranger. Like You have to level set. Remember, you're on the same team. And if you can't remember that, then you need to get out. But you can't, you can't let that situation escalate. And if he walked away, good for him. But you can't walk away and leave her and not tell anybody. And now she's stranded in the middle of the woods. Like you that doesn't do make it. any sense either.
0: You can't do it. You're, you're right. People have disagreements, arguments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. By the way, it should never be, never ever come to anything violent. Period. And if it, that's it shouldn't, case, but it
2: does okay. every day to many many people
0: it it happens in many cases my advice to people if you're feeling that bad and it's getting if things are ratcheting up to that level and glasses are being thrown and and people are attacking you have got to remove yourself immediately 100 percent. get yourself out of that situation and probably my advice is if that person's capable of going there once they'll go there again get out Sean, so we out. actually have the
2: dad. Do you want to hear it real quick?
0: Yeah. Whatever you can do to make sure my daughter comes home, I'm asking for that help. There's nothing else that matters to me now. This, this girl right here, this is what matters. That is it. Anything else, it comes second to this. Thank you. I mean, it's just so sad to me. And the, the even sadder part of this is it happens every day. You know, people will always ask, well, why does this story make, you know, big news? If we would apply the same level of concern and care to every person shot, uh, uh, wounded, hurt on a more regular basis and only instead of just picking up ones that people use for political reasons. This is a case where it's not political. Then we'd be a lot better off because you make people aware You, you can't go around shooting people in the neighborhood. You can't go around abandoning people as a you know, as a man, you never raise a hand to a woman, period, period. End of sentence. There's no exceptions under this. You can put your hands up to defend yourself and then walk and run away if you have to run. You know, what do I tell you with all my training and in martial arts now? I'm entering my ninth year with all my training. What do I always tell you? I do. I I I I go so far away so fast. I just people can say anything they want. I will avoid conflict like that with, with every ounce of energy I have, unless I'm cornered and I have no choice.
2: I don't. And that's do- the thing. You're learning. You're learning defensive training. You know. I I always have a saying like, "I'll never hit first, but I will hit last." And I think that you know, if you're in a situation and you feel like your life is in danger, you should get out. If you can,
0: you should get out. I- I you know you don't have to get along with everybody you don't have to like everybody but you have to respect everybody it's it's very simple now I have a lot of people when I go out in certain places in public that are pretty disrespectful I have no problem with words I do you know and then you know when the finger goes in my face you, you're in very dangerous territory at that moment that's not a good thing to do but what I do is I take big steps backwards very carefully and and i put a hand up and say please give me my space and um so far i've been effective at saying i the words please don't make me hurt you have come out of my mouth a number of times please don't make me hurt you please i'm begging you and when people hear that i don't know why that line seems to resonate but they're like looking at me like you're crazy but quick break right back we'll continue All right, that's gonna wrap things up for today. Loaded up tonight, nine Eastern Hannity on the Fox News Channel. Uh we've got a big show tonight. All right, we have the latest on Millie, we have the latest on Afghanistan. Now day thirty-three, Americans held hostage behind enemy lines abandoned by Joe. We have Mark Burnovich, the AG of Arizona, his lawsuit on vaccine mandates. Uh we have the author of the Biden's Wow. What do you see some of the allegations in this book? And the case of this missing young woman from Long Island, her stepfather, will join us. 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News, set your DVR. We'll see you then, back here tomorrow. Thanks for being with us, and thanks for making the show possible. We never forget it.